Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the latest edition of CouncilCast, the official podcast of the Council of Insurance Agents and Brokers. I'm Rob Boyce, Director of Market Intelligence and Insights. Today, we're joined by Leo Bernstein, CEO, and Kevin Rabinowitz, both executives from LineSlip Solutions. LineSlip Solutions is a cloud-hosted software platform purpose-built for the insurance industry that helps commercial brokers dramatically streamline critical broking tasks in the placement process. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Delighted to be here. To start with a big picture topic, um, insurance in general is increasingly embracing technology to streamline processes and the customer experience. Where do you guys see the obvious opportunities for brokers and are there any universal challenges that all brokers face? Thanks, Rob. It's a good question. Um, first, I'd start by saying that the opportunity is everywhere for technology among commercial insurance brokers. Today, about 95% of all of their business processes are either manual or mostly manual. Um, and so what LineFlip's trying to do is really identify a handful of those business processes and focus deeply on them. And where we're starting is the quote comparison, right? Today, that's entirely a manual process. Quotes come from the carriers. The brokers have to then painstakingly copy and paste all the details of the quote into their, you know, their Word template or Excel doc that's branded. Line slip using natural language processing and machine learning and other readily available technologies, right, um, is able to do that fairly automatedly. So, um, you know, that's a huge advantage. And then secondly, we're taking all that data, right, that's trapped in those documents, and we're capturing it and we're organizing it in a way that's directly useful for the broker and for broker management. Great, great. So more specifically, panel business is a concept that's growing in popularity with brokers. I certainly have seen it, uh, seen the name arise a lot over the past several months. Uh, so how does LineSlip define panel business and how is that different from an insurance program or a uh, broker facility? So, um, so brokers are increasingly looking for ways to enhance delivery of products and services to their clients. Uh, and really, the delivery of a panel placement solution is just one means of doing that. Uh, so when we talk about a panel uh, placement process, we're talking about the selection of a limited number of preferred insurance partners for a very specific line of business. And in exchange for uh, the market's participation on uh, the panel, they are willing to offer better terms uh, in the quotes for their clients. Uh, and oftentimes they're willing to offer enhanced commission rates for their brokers. Great, very interesting. Are, th are there any specific lines that uh, LineSlip is, is putting most of its focus on? Could you go a little bit uh, into detail about that? Sure, so, um, so the LineSlip technology itself is not limited to any particular line of business. That being said, uh, you know, you often find that the lines of business that are most conducive to being uh, panelized are lower in complexity, um, fairly ubiquitous in terms of the, uh, the number of companies that are offering the coverage, um, and not a substantial amount of differentiation among the markets who are offering the coverage. So, um, so we're talking about private company D&O, um, marine cargo, uh, smaller, um, smaller kind of lines of cyber business, et cetera. And have you been able to uh, to streamline that application process uh, because the lines are similar and it took typically lower in uh, complexity? 
That's exactly right. So, uh, so the line slip technology, when applied on top of a panel, really supercharges the effort um, because you're essentially able to automate a line of business that really um, isn't highly complex to begin with, and yet you still have uh, individuals on the broker side who are committing countless hours to the rekeying of data associated with these lines of business that aren't that complex to begin with. Great. So, so you mentioned, you know, streamlining that quoting process. So instead of a manually, a manual process going to multiple carriers, uh, this is kind of a streamlined communication method. It, it seems like. Can you go into the process of what a broker would do when submitting, uh, you know, submitting these, uh, with these panels? Sure. Basically, what we've done is we've built LineFlip in a way and we've fashioned a business process around using it that really seeks to accommodate the broker's existing workflow, right? What we've learned is that we want to change as little as possible and effectively use our technology to enhance what, what the broker's already doing and get all the benefits of um, the technology automation, if that makes sense. So where we come into play is generally after the quotes come back from the market, right? Um, the line slip technology effectively extracts and organizes all of that quote data into a matrix, right? And then what we, what we do is we work with the broker to generate a custom branded output that can then be dropped directly into the client deliverable. So all the time that the broker used to spend in copying and pasting that data, right, into a Excel spreadsheet or Word uh, table or Word document, um, is now saved, right? What used to take hours now takes minutes. And most importantly, all of that data there is really critical to the task of managing the panel. And what I mean by that is, as Kevin mentioned earlier, a lot of the coverages get pre-negotiated, right? Sublimits, retentions, right. things like that. Obviously, aggregate limit isn't going to be pre-negotiated. That's a, you know, a function of the exposure. But um, you still need to compare the quote that comes back from the market uh, for the, from the panel participant with what is expected in that pre-negotiated form. And that's something that LineSlip can do automatically. It can highlight where there are differences. It can also keep valuable statistics on how the market is performing, i.e., how often is the carrier quoting? Uh, how often are you binding with that carrier? And today, you know, if you're running a panel manually, Oftentimes, a lot of that data just evaporates. Right. Does that make, does that make sense? So, so the beauty about technology here is that the technology really enables the panel um, and makes it much easier and requires fewer human resources to scale it. And, and what I would add to that, Rob, is that the, the challenges that Leo is describing around capturing data clearly not limited to just panels, right? And so I think that when we think about the, the potential use cases for for line slip, panel automation is an obvious one, um, but there's a lot more that can be done with this type of technology. Right. Part of the reason, uh, Rob, that we decided to start with panels is because that's um, a business strategy that we collectively see um, really beginning to penetrate the marketplace, particularly those middle market brokers that have grown through acquisition and are struggling with how to leverage their, you know, their footprint. Um, and how they're thinking about employing technology to do so. It's uh, transformative, right, to try to streamline and um, or standardize the technology 
uh, on a, in an organization that heretofore had been pretty decentralized and maybe doing you know, 25 to 50 acquisitions a year, it's, it's pretty much not viable to do that. But the beauty about the panel strategy is that it enables the broker to take advantage of their size, right? Um, to, to perhaps leverage a technical capability that may exist in one part of the organization, but not elsewhere, and push that through to the rest of the organization. You're already working with a number of both regional and national brokers. So who currently is your target customer and how do you typically work with a broker once they decide to partner with LineSlip? Rob, that, that's a great question. So I'd break up the answer into two parts, um, perhaps three. The first group of brokers are the ones that already have panels, but for whatever the reason, um, they're not optimized because they're being managed wholly manually. Um, and so in that instance, it's, uh, we work with the customer to figure out the best way to accommodate their existing business process, um, but by using the line slip technology, right? Um, and we, we found is that we can be very accommodating um, and we use our team in conjunction with their team to craft a business process that's as least disruptive as we can, right? And just at the same time, get all the benefits that using technology like LineSlip can offer, right? The second group would be the folks that are just thinking about launching a panel or haven't launched a panel. And in those instances, it's, it's even easier because we take a very consultative approach Right, to designing a business process that's really optimized around line slip um, and the markets that they're using. And it becomes much more collaborative, it's easier, right? And we can learn as they do, right, as we ramp the panel. Um, so does that, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to, um, you know, onboarding them, you said it's a very consultative role. Can you, can you explain a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, so, first of all, it starts with finding uh, and identifying the core advocates within the customer, right? So, generally speaking, the decision gets made at the management level, but you need to have advocacy, particularly since there is a business process change. So even though we're accommodating the workflow, right, or we're designing a new one, right, we need buy-in um, from the folks that are doing the work. And so, what we've, what we've found is that we take a, a very, what I call, unscary approach to the technology by working with the broker, right, making sure that the, the broker's um, line folks, you know, really own the process. And our role is really as consultants, right, and support, right? And so the, the beauty here is the deliverable that they're accustomed to sharing, um, the quote comparison, what have you, right, doesn't change, right? We use precisely the same client deliverable as they had before. Just in this instance, it's being generated by line slip, right? So that's just giving you one example of how we really try to be as non-disruptive as we can um, to the existing business process or the way they would think about the business process. What I would add to that, Rob, is that, you know, obviously change can be scary. Um, and I think that occasionally, for, so I, my background is entirely on the brokerage side, less on technology. And, and you know, in my experience, any time a, a new um, placement procedure or really kind of any, any new process is pushed onto the employees within the organization, the most immediate reaction is always skepticism and a little bit of fear. 
And, and so what I think is important to emphasize about the change that, that we're discussing here with line slip is that it's really only for a very small portion of, of the book of business. So you right. talk about, again, the lines of business that we were uh, kind of going through earlier, so private, small private company D&O. That's going to represent, on a premium basis, you know, 1% of the overall portfolio of any given broker. Um, and so the, the degree of change that we're describing here is really not um, that dramatic, and, and employees will be, will be fairly quick to realize that. Um, and then also our hope is that they'll be excited about the benefits of the technology uh, in terms of their own day-to-day. Absolutely. Yeah. So incentivizing, you know, the adoption of new technologies has been an increasingly, you know, pivotal role in, in that in that journey. And I always describe it as as a J curve. Uh, you know, when you adopt a new technology, especially when it disrupts day to day and business processes, it becomes more inefficient before you start to to reap the the benefits. And that's uh, obviously something we'll we'll touch on later. So give me uh, just the most substantial gains that brokers can expect when with when engaging LineFlip to provide panel automation. So so I would highlight two benefits there, uh, Rob. The first of which. Uh, is efficiency, uh, and the second of which is data. Um, on the efficiency side, you know, as Leo described earlier, you think about the process that most brokers um, undergo once they receive a quote or several quotes uh, from the marketplace, um, and it would be laughable, uh, the inefficiency of that process, if it weren't so true. Um, but what you have essentially is Quotes, four to five quotes coming in through a typical marketing process, and then a broker who's responsible for literally re-keying in information from a PDF quote um, into a spreadsheet, uh, which will ultimately use to be, be used to develop a quote comparison um, that's, that's used internally to measure the validity of the quote, uh, and then that will then manually be turned into a client proposal uh, which will be something that can actually be, that looks kind of nicer and can actually be delivered to the client. And if you just think about the time that it takes to actually produce those documents, and you're literally just talking about sitting at a keyboard, retyping numbers, uh, it's maddening. Uh, and so what we're talking about with line slip um, in, in relation to the placement process is, is automation of that entire process. Uh, and so it, it, in, in, in a year, if you think about the number of hours, days, weeks that a broker might spend just simply rekeying information, now it's happening in seconds. Uh, and so obviously you can, it, it, you, you can imagine the transformative impact that that can have on the placement process. So certainly efficiency is a, is a major benefit, I think, of the solution. Um, and then on the data side, obviously, look, you, you asked earlier about problems that every broker encounters. and. Um, and I think data is an obvious answer, right? And so um, the ability to take the information off of the quote and actually store it in some capacity and then use it uh, is one that really doesn't exist in the marketplace today. Um, and, and specifically in relation to panels, you know, if you don't have the ability to, um, to measure the success of the panel uh, over time, understanding which markets are quoting versus declining, understanding um, where the abundance of your business is coming from internally and who's actually using the panel versus not using it. If you don't have the ability to measure that, then you, then you don't have any ability to manage it. And so I think that the, the inclusion of kind of a data component is one that's 
um, that we would really highlight as a benefit for the brokers that are using LineSlip. Absolutely. So you mentioned that when, when building the platform, LineSlip typically works with four to six carriers in a panel facility. So why did you choose to work with a fewer number of carriers instead of just getting insured as many options as possible? So um, I think the reason that, that we, we try to limit the number of markets, in a, specifically in the instance of a panel, um, is that it's the only way for the broker to really properly leverage this, the scale of the opportunity to, to improve the terms that the markets are willing to offer uh, for the coverage. And, and so, um, you know, I think in, it's important to realize that obviously, again, the, the lines of business that we're talking about here for, that, that we're going to create panels for um, generally are fairly ubiquitous in terms of the markets that are offering coverage. Um, and there's, all, there's not really a ton of differentiation that exists to begin with. So the benefit of going to all 25 markets that are willing to offer you a private company D&O quote, um, it, it's really diminishing returns at, to a certain point when you, when you begin to engage all of those markets. And at the end of the day, if you can proactively negotiate better coverage with a limited number of markets, most clients would, would, would go that route every time. Yep, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, and going back to the, you know, time equals efficiency and, and vice versa, do you have a, a rough estimation on how much time the broker is actually saving when using a platform like LineSlip? You know, it's going to vary um, based on the client deliverable, right? But generally speaking, it's orders of magnitude, right? So if you're spending several hours today, um, you're going to spend a fraction of that with LineSlip tomorrow. Um, but it, it just depends, right? And then over time, <clears throat> the whole idea is that the broker is able to spend, you know, um, his workday doing things that actually add value, um, either selling new business or spending more time with the clients. Um, and, and the beauty of our business model, um, and I think it's important to, to spend a couple minutes on that, is that we really, um, uh, what we're trying to do is, is charge based on the benefit that the, the client's receiving, right? So we generally charge on a per policy basis, per bound policy basis. So no matter whether you have four or six quotes that come in, um, you're paying roughly a fixed price, right? Uh, plus a modest platform cost. And as your volume scales with us, your price per policy goes down, right? Um, and then you get all that data access for free. And I think it's, um, you know, and that makes it really compelling because what we found is you really need to drive benefits quickly, right, immediately. Right. So you're not promising some great future benefit, um, but you have to bear massive costs today. Ours are, are variableized around the benefit that the customer is experiencing from day one. And then two, um, there needs to be a really quantifiable ROI, right? And so the way we frame that for the customers is that they know what their full-time equivalent cost is, right, for a fully loaded person, um, and they know what the price is, and they roughly know how much time it takes for them, right, to generate a quote comparison for a panel or for some other openly marketed quote, um, and they can do the math themselves. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, we, so we've hit on the front-end placement side of LineFlip and automating and streamlining that ultimately. 
saving time. And let's move more to the backend data capabilities of your platform. Can you be a little more detailed on how brokers can uh, use the backend platform to better place coverage and uh, better understand their book of business? Sure, Rob. So, um, so I think that the data capabilities are really uh, beneficial from a measurement perspective. Uh, and as I said earlier, you know, the, the, one of the pitfalls that brokers will oftentimes fall into when they set up a panel um, is they'll launch it and then they'll just assume that it's where everything is working properly uh, and never make any changes to it. And, and uh, what ends up happening is the, the panel goes stale. Um, you begin to see more declinations than maybe you had seen previously. Uh, you start to encounter um, uh, a, a limited usage of the panel from colleagues within or brokers within the organization because it's not returning the same competitive quotes that it used to. Um, and so what we like to do is, is think about a panel as, as more of kind of a living, breathing organism. Uh, and, and you really need to monitor performance on a, on a constant basis. And, and if you find that one of the four to five markets that's participating on the panel is no longer uh, providing you with the competitive options that they used to, maybe they had a change of appetite, right? That's fairly common within the industry. Um, then you need to replace them. And, and if you don't have the ability to track and monitor the progress of the panel on an aggregated basis, then you have no ability to understand when you need to make those, in, those, those critical changes. And so, um, so LineSlip really is an empowerment tool which allows the broker to, uh, to more actively monitor uh, percentage of submissions that are actually quoted, um, percentage of quotes that are bound, and you really begin to better understand the, the, the performance of the markets who are participating on the panel. So that, that's kind of the first use case. Um, and then the other, I would say, is more of an internal function, right? As you, as you set up a placement solution and you kind of turn around and go to the brokers within your organization and, and tell them, we've, we've built the panel, you're going to get better terms and more commission, you're going to love it. Um, you know, sometimes the uptake on that panel is not uh, as, as rapid as you might like it to be. And sometimes you have problem areas within your own organization uh, where, you know, maybe there's a, a, a very strong uh, wholesale relationship that exists where there's, um, where the broker doesn't want to use the panel because they prefer to use their wholesaler. Um, the line slip allows you to, uh, to really better um, track the utilization rates of the panel within your own uh, organization down to a, to a specific broker level. Absolutely. And um, so does this in all play with uh, in reducing E&O exposure for the broker? Does LineSlip provide any benefit in that capacity? Yeah, so I would say in, in two ways um, we help with E&O. The first way is you've got um, the technical expertise to draft the policy form uh, in one part of the organization, but not elsewhere. And so it's fair to say that the panel policy form should be best in class, right? Uh, and, it's, and, that, and, that, and the policy form drafting and negotiating is being done by someone who really understands that line of business and has that expertise. Because occasionally you'll get a wayward broker that, that thinks they have it, um, and perhaps they don't, or you've got all sorts of different policy forms proliferating around the organization. Um, and so 
that, that exposes you, right? Uh, the second way is just simply uh, through the technology automation, where um, the system um, is, you know, does a much better job in terms of extracting and organizing the data that's, that's embedded in the quote form so that when you're delivering it to the customer and they're making a decision as to which, um, which carrier to bind with, right, there's, the few, there's fewer opportunities for, for mistake or error. Right, so it's 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 both having a better form and then just using technology to make fewer you know keying mistakes. So it just it reduces that you know the chances of of someone thinking they're covered and ultimately um, they're they're filing a claim and and they're they're not covered. Is that is that hit on it? Correct. Correct. Great. So moving to AMS systems. Uh, I just would like to ask what, what your experience has been when working with, with these legacy AMS systems. You mentioned in a previous conversation that line slip doesn't necessarily replace the AMS, but it extends the value of it. So have you worked directly with these agency management systems to create some type of portal, or how does line slip enrich the data from the AMS? Sure. So what we do is, first of all, we are very much a complement to the agency management system. We certainly don't replace it, right? And if you think about the functions that we perform, um, they're really done largely outside the agency management system today. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing I would say is all brokers wish they had more data structured in the agency management system. And so the beauty about LineSlip is we've got uh, a fairly open framework. So all the data that we're capturing that's embedded in those quote documents that come back from the carriers, all of that can be exported easily into what we call a flat file. So just think of it as a universal file format, whether it's a text file um, uh, or, or what have you, or an Excel spreadsheet, that the, the agency management system can then map to and the data can be imported. Um, so there's some work involved there, but the point being is that we knew we had to, to complement the existing technology infrastructure that's in place. Um, no one wants to have 10 different screens or they don't want to have their data in five different places. So we certainly can accommodate that. Not a problem. So to end on a big picture question, adopting technologies that ultimately enable the business process. In our last conversation, we talked about brokerages struggles to adopt new technologies, specifically when they tend to disrupt established business processes or policy workflows. And I mentioned this earlier, one of the things our, our industry struggles with uh, when adopting new technologies is incentivizing this change and, and getting your, you know, getting the pool and getting the support from the producers to adopt these technologies. Uh, how do you think a typical brokerage firm can incentivize this change when it potentially disrupts the way, let's say, a producer has been doing business for 15 or 20 years? I think one thing we've learned at, at LineSlip um, is really how difficult it is uh, for, for anybody to change. Um, and specifically, you reference the producer or a broker that's been doing something the same way for 20 years, right? We don't wanna tell that person that they need to do things differently. We, we need to encourage them to do it differently, right? And so that's the beauty of the whole panel strategy, right? Is that it's really a business strategy that the technology is enabling and not simply a technology strategy, right? And, and the way we're encouraging change among the brokers is by paying them more. And that's the beauty of the panel, right? You get a better product for your customer and you get, generally speaking, a higher commission rate, 
and um, all that from the same book of business. And at the end of the day, obviously the broker cares for, foremost about their customer relationship. And if they can show the customer that they're giving them a better product, and at the same time benefiting from you know, a higher commission, right. we think that's a win-win. We think that's a win-win. And it also introduces technology um, in the way that technology should be used to these brokerage firms as a complement, right? It's not an end game. It's simply uh, a tool to enable efficiency um, and free them up to do things of higher value. That's really it. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, this is certainly something that, that is in dire need for our, our industry. And, and I really like what LaunchSlip is doing about, you know, keep, keeping the business processes intact and really using a technology on top of, you know, an established process and a, and a policy and an established workflow to save time and allow the producer and, and their support to really spend time on, on doing what they do best. And that's, you know, growing the book of business and providing the best value to, to the end client or the insured. Yep, we would agree. Well, awesome. Well, I, I really appreciate uh, the, the, your time today, and we're gonna we're gonna we're looking forward to watching Line Slip uh, grow and and continue making a, a big splash in the in the intermediary sector of the commercial industry. So, thanks again for joining us, and thank you for listening to Councilcast. Uh, please follow us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or SoundCloud. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can email Councilcast at ciab.com. See you next time. Thanks for joining.